episode 111, Dave Nelson from Australia. Welcome to the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Welcome to the first full week in 2015. Thanks for tuning in again. One of the key things I've found over all these interviews and all the clients I've worked with, men that I've helped really achieve their goals, do you have a lifestyle that matches up with your goal? You know, wanting something, stating you want something, hoping you want something, listening to this podcast it means very little if you're not organized properly um, and not taking actionable, accountable steps to get there. Are you strategic with your energy? You need to get specific, take actionable, accountable, daily footsteps to get there. If that interests you in the slightest, you need to get on a call with me. We'll talk through it and see if I can be the man to help you with that. If you want to strengthen your body and mind, it all starts there. A weak body and a weak mind is not going to help you achieve a healthy bank account and a healthy life. So let's get that sorted in 2015 and you can achieve whatever you want. To go direct to the form so you can book in your personal strategy session with me, get straight to that form and apply. It's tinyurl.com forward slash awaken your outfit. That we can book in the time that works specifically for you. Get to the podcast. Okay, guys, good morning. We have a brilliant one for you to crack on with the new year with. We have Dave Nelson here. He is a fitness magazine cover model, published fitness writer, Ironman, men's fitness, and many more. He's an author of the new era of network marketing. He's an entrepreneur. He launched Your Health into Australia in 2012 from America, and he's now a director of Australia and taking it into Asia. He's a nutritional company. He's the creator of the app Your Best Self, and he's a motivational speaker and consultant. One of his stats as well, millionaire by 26. He's now 27, so we had a big year last year. Firstly, Dave, are you ready to awaken your alpha? I'm ready. Thanks for having me. No worries. And uh, you can hear from the accent as well. He's coming to us from the Gold Coast this morning in Australia. Yes, Gold Coast, Australia. It's actually pouring rain right now, so it's not so uh, gold. But yes, from, from the Gold, you <laughs> It is daytime here now in England, but I still I have to have the lights on because it's, it's still pretty dark. So that's great. It's your, uh, it's your, well, it's your summertime over there. Uh, what month is it now? Yes, it's middle of summer, <laughs> but we, we get a little bit more rain in, in summertime than winter here, which is uh, a little bit strange. But uh, yeah, that's how it is. A bit, bit tropical. Brilliant. Is there anything you'd like to add to your sort of brief bio? I just sort of explained there. Is there anything you'd like to add or remove or anything you'd like to include? No, there's a long list of other stuff I've done. I think I had 13 different careers before I got into probably any of the ones you've mentioned, but yeah, they're the main ones that I've had uh, some success with. The other, the other 13 or, or so were all uh, massive failures and uh, me losing my job or being fired or or, or, you know, <laughs> or whatnot. So oh. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to jump back into that. This, so this is our origin question, you know. Can you tell us, uh, I mean, like you said, you, you might have to skim over a few, but some of the, the highlights of being sort of a young guy or where, how you got to, you know, really at, at 26 doing very su- successfully financially. And can you tell us a little bit about the story? Yeah, so I, I grew up in Melbourne. So south, south tip of Australia for you guys that are listening might have been there. But um, yeah, coming out of school, um, I was not sure what I wanted to do, but I wanted to be successful. And at the time, there was a lot of money in the in the whole uh, like tradies, builders and that. There was a big building boom in Australia. So they mm-hmm. said, tradies get the ladies. So that was one attraction. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't true. 
But um, they also said we, we had a name in Australia. It was called being a cashed up bogan, which... <laughs> which <laughs> cashed up bogan. <laughs> yeah, so it was called a cub. So I wanted to be that. I got into building, landscaping, water construction, uh, waterproofing and construction, um, job to job and just overworked, underpaid. And by the time I'd actually finished all my apprenticeships and, and whatnot, the, the economy had taken a bit of a dip. So there wasn't the same money that there was there. And also, I, I wasn't cut out for manual labor. Um, I, I'm a little, uh, I like the finer things in life. So it wasn't really my makeup. So tried tr tried to start my own little side businesses and that, but it wasn't really me. Then I said the next big thing is real estate. So I went into real estate quite young, um, very, you know, 2021, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, but it was just too young. Um, obviously, real estate agents can do very well, but it just wasn't the right time for me. Again, the market was a bit, you know, down at that period. So mm -hmm. I did that. I got into about, I, I, did, I was trying the acting route. I was doing promotion. I even did topless waitering um, <laughs> when I got into fitness. I was, I was doing everything. I worked on a cruise ship. I traveled. I backpacked. I did just about everything. And um, job to job, lots of different sales jobs. Um, had a big problem with authority. Um, I was an unemployable employee, which I think made me a good entrepreneur because I just, uh, um, I'm, I, if, I'm big on uh, freedom and I felt very, very yeah. trapped in the workforce and whatnot. And I completely resonate with what you're saying there. Like at, at, at times for myself as well, it's just, I knew the situation was, was good and it was fine, but it was just that feeling of being trapped that, you know, uh, that can set, really send you crazy at times. <laughs> Oh, I did. I, I was very crazy. Um, you know, at that point there was, you know, I, I was out of control. Um, very down, drank way too much. You know, I think most people, you probably know the rest of the story. <laughs> You've been in good shape for a while, you know, fitness magazine cover model. You did your topless waitering. Um, how did you come across your health, which is Y-O-R, and, you know, yeah. bring that to Australia, which is obviously a nutritional company. Yeah. Um, and how, when did it start to, I suppose, your awakening type moment? You're searching, which is, which is the key thing. You're getting through these failures or avenues that are not for you quickly, which is, means you're getting closer to what is for you. So when was the awakening type moment when you thought, yeah. wait a minute, this, this seems right and it's clicking, it's going well? Well, there was a bit of a backdate before that because I wasn't originally that fit. At 21, 20, I was actually a bit of a party boy, out of control, <laughs> drinking partying yeah. kfc mcdonald diet you know so i wasn't in good health at all and then it was in about when i was about 22 23 and i got inspired by one of the world's top fitness models who I actually got to spend some time with this year greg plitt and uh saw this guy that would done 200 magazine covers he had his own website and this guy's actually super alpha he makes multiple million a year on, on his website but he really inspired me to get in shape and get into the fitness industry so i got in the fitness industry i become a personal trainer i started doing magazines writing for magazines yeah. and i felt like i'd reached at that time one of the top i'd be in the top you know percent or less or better um in that industry and i was yeah. dead broke so i knew then that the, the fitness route without having a product or something to sell on a global scale with duplication and you know scalability and it's consumable I was pretty much trapped and, and very frustrated at that point. So when I come, I tried to launch my own little online stuff and never got it kicked off. And when I saw a great product that I believed in and it hadn't really kicked off yet, I, saw, I just saw a good opportunity and sort of stumbled my way into it. Wasn't really that interested at first. I just loved the product. Yeah. I started using it, started referring it a little bit. And then I thought, yeah, wow. That's a good place to start though, obviously loving the product. Yeah, it helps. If, you, if you're passionate about what yeah. you're doing, I think it makes, makes anything you're doing a lot easier for sure.
you said you noticed the opportunity so you were the first guy to bring it to australia then can you tell us a little bit more about it yeah well um the funny thing is i when when i met someone in the u.s because i was actually doing a seminar in the u.s on digestive health and alkalinity and you know healing the body naturally and they said look what we have here is this product that's very in line with what you are talking about would you be interested in taking it back to australia and i said of course you know started using the product loved it but I had no idea how difficult that actually is to do because um, <laughs> probably like the UK, you know, you can't just bring a company and do business um, willy nilly. You know, you've got to go through and get the products registered, reformulated yeah. to suit government standards and set up, you know, taxing, banking, meet with lawyers. Like it was just, it was crazy. If, if I knew what I had to go through at the start, I'm probably at the time in my life would have said no, but um, I'm glad, glad everything happened the way it did because that today is still where I've made most of my money and I've got some other ventures and, and investments and whatnot, but that, that's still my, um, my big cash cow. And I think it's one of the best ways to, um, to make money for the average person that doesn't have a business. And that's why I wrote the book as well is I was pretty passionate about, cause I'd seen what it had done for me, you know, being a dead broke fitness personnel, yeah. um, really changing that all around. Yeah. You mentioned your book there. That's the, the new era of network marketing. Is that the one you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Brilliant. Okay, and that came out just uh, October this past year. Yeah, just recently. So, um, I, it's the the industry's it's a hundred and seventy eight billion dollar industry, but I'd say probably ninety percent of it is over fifty and and female. So, um, I saw a great opportunity um, to be, uh, I guess, male Gen Y young entrepreneur to come through and sort of path the way for a lot of others that may be interested in doing the same. So, I just saw an opportunity there, and I knew if I uh, didn't take it now, someone else would. And I could see that opportunity and, and how many young people were heading into entrepreneurship in the industry. So I uh, just had to, I, I wrote it pretty quickly. I think I got it together in, probably wrote it in two weeks, but it took about two months to edit my bad grammar. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and I'm Australian. So apparently all my um, Aussie slang um, had to get removed because no one in the US or UK would have any idea what I was talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> Quality. How many years ago was that that you brought it to uh, Australia? Well, we started the process just over two years ago. So, oh, blowing! Yeah, so it's it's relatively recent. Yeah, it, it literally took two years to fully set up and establish. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot of work. It's not it's not as easy these days with with different countries. You know, legal laws around products and the, the business side and advertising and marketing and taxes. It's it, it isn't as easy as, um, as one may think, but um, and I'm sure the same when we try to launch in the UK, I'm sure the UK will have its own uh, laws and restrictions and things we have to adjust as well. It, wasn't, it didn't sound like there's any key figures that stood out along that journey, apart from obviously the, the guy who inspired you to really get into fitness and the cover model. Yeah. Is the our Yoda question along the journey, and it could be when you was very young, it could be more recently, it could be several figures. Who helped awaken your alpha? Um, well, I was lucky when I grew up. I grew up in a middle class family, but my uncle, my great uncle is actually English. And he, um, he actually sold a big chain of um, like hardware stores back in the 80s. And he was a super successful entrepreneur, very charismatic guy, one of the happiest people I've ever met. So um, at a young age, I always looked up to him and thought, wow, this guy's got everything. He's got the money. He's got the charm. He's lived, loves life. He's a good person. So I always had that in the back of my mind. And I think that's why I couldn't settle for yeah. the average working a job. So I'd say he was probably um, a huge influence on my say, life. That sounds, yeah, that sounds really inspiring. Cause I mean, a lot of, um, if you don't have a figure like an actual in-person figure like that around you, I mean, a lot of the media stigmatizes, you know, people who've got money are like mean and <laughs> working all the hours, but that sounds absolutely brilliant. 
Is, yeah. is there anyone more up to recent recent times who's helped you, I mean, around this period of bringing this company to, to Australia? Is there anyone to sort of help you out with this? Oh, of course. Now, more recently, you know, the, the, the founder of the company, Dennis, he, he's, you know, someone I speak to every day and he's been able to take me on and he's, he's my advisor, mentor, friend. And, and I think um, if you look at anyone with success, generally they had someone um, helping them along the way. And, you know, you listen to Tony Robbins and he talks about Jim Rohn and, and so on. So I was very lucky to have um, the founder of the company that is, uh, that really did take me under his wing and, and mentor me through the, through, through the ropes. But, you know, and even, you know, there's a lot of inspiration I, I take from, from different books and people. I think um, probably one of the best books I've read last year was Total Recall by Arnold Schwarzenegger because, oh. you know, if <laughs> I'm on shelf. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think when I read that, I'm like, wow, anything is possible in this life. Whatever you want to do, it can be done. You just need to believe, set your mind to it, work hard, all the cliche stuff. But to see what he did in so many, dominate and reach the top level of so many industries, um, even when he wasn't ready was what really inspired me. And I wasn't ready to bring this company to, to Australia. I was 23 years old. I had no business experience and I was dead broke living with mum and dad. But um, listening to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's story, he wasn't ready to be an actor either. He wasn't ready to be a politician, but he took action anyway and just went for it and, and things worked out pretty well for him. So I, I, you know, I'm always trying to take lessons or inspiration from anyone I can. Any time of year, it's a brilliant taking it, but especially this time of year when people's mentality is sort of that open to change potentially, or they think, oh my God, another year's whipped round because it does happen so quick. So yeah, just in some ways people think, oh, I'm never ready, but you're ready. So just yeah. <laughs> get cracking. Well, you'll never be ready, so just exactly. do it. <laughs> yeah, get cracking. You can make adjustments. As we're hearing from that story, make adjustments when you're on the move and doing things is a lot, a lot easier than just sitting there procrastinating for weeks, months, years, and that they do, they do rack up very quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we're going to mix it up a little bit here. This is going to be the yin-yang round, so we're going to find out a little bit more about you. I'm just going to give you some 50-50 options, and we'll sure. see which way you go on these. Go for it. Okay. Night or day? Night. Dinner out or dinner in? Definitely out. Individual sport or team sport? Definitely team sport for me. Snow ski or water ski? Water. Facebook or Twitter? I'm a Facebook guy. Paris or London? Oh, I'll have to go London because I've got so much family from England. Um, and I thought this would be obvious, but maybe not. Australia or America? Uh, I think they, they say the grass is always greener. So I'll say um, America at the moment with where I'm at in, in my business and endeavors. I'll say America. Okay, cool. And we're going to jump straight onto the complete blank around. So you just got to complete the blanks for me. And again, we'll find out a little bit more about you, the man behind all of this. Okay. Sure. Your best friend would describe you as? Uh, always clowning around. <laughs> your favorite movie of all time is? Fight Club. Oh, that's a good one. Not because of the fight scenes. I think there's a great philosophical message behind behind the movie and, and the author is very philosophical. So I, I resonated with that very early and saw it as a sort of anti-system renegade. The number one thing you fear is? Mediocrity. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> good answer. Okay. Um, if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, it would be? Oh, if I couldn't put on any weight, I would say pizza. Ah, well, you know, there's some method to the madness because if you think of pizza, you can have 
all in any toppings over the over the year. So you, you get still get your varied types diet. Exactly. If it exists, we're, we'll find out here. Your celebrity crush is. Um, oh, I haven't had one recently, but I used to love uh, Charlize Theron. I think she was a bit of a class oh, yeah. act back in the day. I think she was one growing up. The film Monster. Have you ever seen that? I have. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's traumatizing because again, he was. Uh, she was obviously a very good-looking lady, and she a uh, very yeah. good character actor for that. This, yeah, it's like whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're gonna move on to the uh, alpha round now. So this is where you give us all your tools, tips, and resources, and we'd like to start that off with a particular book recommendation. We already, I already heard there, obviously, from the great man, um, Total Recall. Is there any other yeah. books either specifically to do with, I know nutrition's big for you, and obviously your, your book you wrote was on network marketing, so you can maybe give us a couple of recommendations. Yeah, uh, well, I think the, the first one that helped me getting into entrepreneurship was Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. That book really made me take responsibility for my life, yeah. um, make me awaken that, hey, I'd caused my poverty and, and misery. It wasn't my family. It wasn't the system. It wasn't the government. It was me. So that book for me at that time, starting out, yeah. Um, was fantastic for I guess if you list if someone's more advanced and already successful the book's probably not as as you know impactful but also I read one great one this week by uh, Grant Cardone called the 10 10x rule about just aiming for 10 times big 10 times bigger than everything and, and I got a lot out of that read I thought that was fantastic oh, quality and I've had to do a nutrition book I'm actually reading the book at the moment that I've uh, adopted a lot of the philosophies from called the warrior diet and I, I've been blown away by that book and had some some good results trialing a lot of the stuff. So I definitely recommend that. Um, not for everyone. LinkedIn's, we're definitely not talking for everyone here. We're really talking for warrior alpha men or people who are really uh, trying to get, you know, that cover model fitness, really trying to excel in all areas of their life. What advice would you, you give when it comes to nutrition and training for a, a man who's around about our age listening to this? Well, nutrition's a hard one because it really depends on, you know, how much time and energy you want to put yeah. into it because in, in a perfect world if you're going to be the top of the top you know you'll measure all your food and your macros and you know eat your different groups at different times but yeah. for the yeah. average guy out there now today i like to eat as little solid meals as possible but based on the warrior diet and have yeah. one bigger meal at night and a lot of liquid nutrition and juices and greens and and shakes during the day that, that's sort of the thing i'm i'm following now because i am so busy being an entrepreneur so that suits my lifestyle yeah, but if I was a personal trainer doing nothing all day, I'd probably stick to the to the four or five meals, prepare them all, different food groups, and and weigh my food like I did when I got started. But um, yeah, it's all about you know depending on how much you want to put in time wise and energy wise. It's a bit crazy when people come in with these these blanket statements of this is exactly how you should do it, you know. And like like you say, there's there's different levels of it. And but I'm not going to be someone who's going to be weighing my food and going counting calories the entire time. There may be. And sometimes I think it's, it's important to go through that phase. Like you've, you've mentioned it there for yourself. So you're aware of it and you've got that background knowledge. It's like, a, yeah. it's like a, the karate yeah. kid, Danielson being, being made to do the basics, you know, over and over again, you're not going to do that throughout your whole life because it'd drive you insane. But then when you progress to like your sort of nutrition, you're trying out now as well, you've got that background knowledge. Absolutely. There. And I think, um, I was talking to my, I've actually got a trainer at the moment and I was talking to him today and we we're just talking about how actually on the weight side of things, most people go in and work out for one year straight and they don't really get any bigger or stronger. And uh, we we're just talking all about the, and Arnold Schwarzenegger talks about it a lot, is if you can't get that mind-muscle connection, you just don't seem to get that same shape in the muscle, that same bulge, that same burn, that same fullness. So 
I, I think that's the big missing link. That, and I know it's a cliche thing to say you've got to have the mind muscle connection, but no, you you really do, and you've got to keep it there when you when you're um when you're fatigued as well, and you can get a lot more bang for your buck from your workout that way as well. Because also with your workout, you know if if you're an entrepreneur, you're probably not going to train twice a day and do a fasted cardio. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, um, I'm going to do more, more muscle groups in one workout to get more, you know, bigger bang for the buck, more metabolic effect. Um, rather than when I was a personal trainer, I can do my light session in the morning, heavy session at night and the cardio session in the day, you know, which um, you're not going to, you're not going to make a million dollars doing that either. So <laughs> and lifestyle. Good point. I mean, that's the way you see like normal people or people who are not professional bodybuilders going and following something they've seen from a magazine, which is literally splitting yeah. it down to like, you know, like 9 a.m. 9 uh, calves, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 10 a.m., something different. You know, it's just it's just not realistic unless, you know, unless you aspire to be a professional bodybuilder or something along them lines. What would you say is one of the key things that's helped you be successful in, the, in, in really in the last 12 months? Because I know you said the last year has been really busy and but really successful. Yeah, I think um, I was reading, I don't know if you know, you've read much of Darren Hardy's stuff, but he said a really good, two, two really good quotes. He said, um, success is never rented and is never owned. It's always rented. Yeah. And um, he also says, we don't need teaching. We all know what to do, but we need reminding. Um, that's the secret. <laughs> we all know what we should be doing every day. We all know we should be positive. We all know we should, you know, <laughs> see good in others, but we forget and we get our emotions involved. So he re reading his book, the compound effect actually. So there's another book, um, really turned around my business because I think a lot of people get a sense of entitlement when they have a bit of success. And even whether you're in the business of getting customers or a client base or even your own staff is you'd, you, you know, when, when you're doing well and you've got some customers, you've got staff, often we, uh, you know, take advantage of that or maybe, you know, just have that sense of entitlement and just treat it like we own that success, that we're going to have it forever. So um, you've really got to keep adding value. That's what the sort of philosophy was. And you've got to keep adding value to your team, your customers every single day and keep evolving. And, and I think that's big because I think the biggest success trap is most people, um, my, my, uh, my mentor Dennis calls it, don't sit on the, the block of hot shot ice, <laughs> which, uh, <laughs> which basically means don't, don't sit on the King's chair too early and, uh, and, and, you know, ask for someone to, you know, feed your grapes and, and blow a fan by your head. <laughs> so, um, it's staying humble. So I think that helped me a lot because I didn't want to lose any of the success that I'd built. So, and when I did that, my business actually grew a lot too. So I think that's one of the best lessons I've learned in business. Well, I love the, obviously the quote about, we, ne we know the information, we just need reminding, I suppose. And that is the power of like, you, obviously you've got a mentor there. That's the power of coaching in, the, in all aspects of life. Definitely. It's, yeah. it's, Definitely. It's, it's very, it's very easy sometimes to just, you know, get, get sucked into what you're doing in the, in the, the smaller things. And it, it just needs the outside perspective to come in and just point out, Hey, what about this? Or why aren't you doing this? And you're like, Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, the mastery is in the basics and so many people, we look for these quick fixes and we look for an easier way. So we actually lose track of the basics. So I think that's also what that quote sort of refers to. Would you say that is one of your quotes that really, resonates with you over, over this period is there any more that spring to mind or was that was that the one yeah yeah, yeah th those two are great but another one that just from the same book i read the 10x rule grant cardone says um whatever you think it's going to take to reach to you to reach your end goal times it by 10 because that's what's probably really required <laughs> and i think that's very true it's always a lot harder it requires 10 times more talk i you know running the idea by someone 10 times more pitching 10 times more work than maybe we expect. And I think that's a good philosophy to have 
because I think people give up so early. And even I fall into the trap of, you know, I'll try something with marketing and it's not working and I'll give up too quick. But, you know, because yeah. of that quote, I was like, no, I'm going to do it 10 times more than I would have and really see if it doesn't work and then figure it out from there. So that was something I really um, got a lot out of this, this last couple of months. I get a lot out of that now with this podcast, <laughs> you know, <laughs> creating a beast. This is a, yeah, to make this successful, it, it does need 10 times more work than I'm sure anyone expects. And uh, yeah. yeah. Is there any uh, sort of key questions you thought I was going to ask or you'd wished I'd asked advice you could share with us, but I've missed a trick. Is there anything that springs to mind? No, I don't think so. I think, um, I think most people always uh, want to know what's the secret to, to success and, and all that sort of stuff. And unfortunately, there is no secret. It requires hard work, 10 times the work. Mastery lies in the basics. A lot of the stuff we, we talked about. What would you say is one of the biggest failures or real shockers you've had along the journey? Is there any that spring to mind where it was definitely a bad day, either at the office or a bad week or a bad month? Well, there's always them, but you know, I've tried everything. I've still got 10,000 uh, empty juice bottles sitting at my house in Melbourne because I wanted to, I thought it was a great idea to do uh, delivery detox juices, but then I didn't realize I was going to be the one making it for the first 12 months and getting up at 2am. So that lasted a whole, whole, I think I did one, one batch and then thought, uh, this isn't for me. So that, that was probably, uh, probably one of them. <laughs> See, uh, hey, little things like that. I love to hear little stories like that because, you know, again, like you say, people, I don't know, like you said, the grass is always greener mentality. People tend to just put things in boxes and always just think it's all gone smoothly and that there's not, you know, people don't have 10,000 uh, empty bottles in their closet somewhere. So <laughs> quality. And I have to ask as well. I mean, you mentioned there about the topless waiting and this time of year, people are trying to get in, in shape, especially guys listening to this, or even if they're in shape, they might be just thinking right now is the time I really want to, you know, get back on my health kick and potentially get, you know, cover model ready even. What what specifically were you doing when you made it on onto the front of magazines? Was that in the phase when you were measuring and, <laughs> and spent far too yeah. much time training? Yeah, there was definitely too much time wasted. But I think um, the the easiest thing to do to to really shape up is, is to is to drop your carbohydrates. Mm. And but with dropping your carbohydrates, often you're dropping all your fruits and some veggies and stuff, so you miss a lot of nutrients. So if you're going to drop your carbs, you got to make sure you're you're having the right vitamins. And I, I I'm a big advocate of like your super greens blends and that. So you're still getting all the goodness and nutrients your body needs, just not the carbs. Because when your body doesn't have any carbs in the system it actually more efficiently burns fat. But at the same time, so here's sort of the trick is if you deplete your body of carbs for too long, your body will sort of go into starvation mode yeah. and, uh, and it'll sort of stop, you'll, you'll get that stubborn fat. So then I'd, I had great results carb cycling, having some carbs every fourth day for the whole day and then yeah. three days of pretty much just living on, you know, a lot of omelets, you know, a lot of, a lot of fish, a lot of easy, you know, maybe a, the odd bit of red meat and whatnot and just green veggies and, and shakes and, I, I, I can, if, if I needed to do drop weight fast, I know, I know that's what I do, you know, three days of pretty much next to no carbs. And then one day of, of just good carbs. So I'm not, I'm not eating, um, you know, ice cream and uh, yeah. chocolate sundaes, but you know, good <laughs> carbs and, and it keeps the body guessing and tricking and then your muscles stay full and then they blow up and your metabolism boosts and then you cut again and, and whatnot. But it, it can be taxing on the body if you're an entrepreneur and you obviously your brain runs on carbs too. So you've got to take, you know, into accountability, how lean do you want to get? What are your goals? How much are you willing to put in? But I, I think you can find a pretty good middle ground by having three days of lowish carbs, one day of carbs, um, if you want to take it that seriously. And if you work out properly, getting that good mind muscle connection and, and you're doing the, you know, good 30 sets of workout, you know, 
and, and getting the job done, you know, pretty, in and out within an hour. I think you can, you can definitely have a pr pretty good physique um, with, with some, with not too much over the top effort, obviously mm. a little bit, but you know, you don't have to go too crazy. No, definitely. And I think, I think the key thing to take from that is, is have a plan. You know, you're not just sort of, you're not just going with the flow and letting uh, life happen to you. You've actually got some kind of strategy. So whatever, whatever one you choose or whoever you choose to go and find advice from, you know, don't choose 20 people. Follow a strategy because I think that's another mistake people make is where they mix a lot of different things without maybe knowing if they gel well together and it is like the combination yeah. of the nutrition with the training and uh yeah yeah, yeah and i think alcohol can be a little uh you know spanner in the works too and i, <laughs> and I know you know if you drink you just you gotta have a rule you just can't you can't eat carbs late at night and do that late night feed and i think um because whatever you eat while you're drinking alcohol will store as fat where you can get away with a few a couple of drinks and still enjoy your life and yeah. socializing and business events but you've got to be smart with it and have you know the the lower calorie option and then not be overeating during that period as well. So you just got to be smart about it. And if, if you do know you're going out for a fancy dinner that night where there's going to be three or four courses, obviously cut your, cut your calories all day. You know, you don't have to live like, uh, you know, you don't want to be that guy that rocks up at an entrepreneur event with your, with your stinking broccoli and raw chicken, you know, chicken <laughs> breast. Plastic tubs. Yeah. You know it's coming. Yeah, there's there's no reason you can't work that in, and that's uh, I think that if you're looking for long term, you know, something you can follow long term, there's, that's definitely the way to go, and not just you know not live like a monk twenty four seven. Because I mean, maybe you are a monk, but I think eventually, <laughs> I think you'll fall off the wagon. With it's better to yeah, live long term for okay. sure. Brilliant. What is the best way people can contact you if they want to find out more about what you're up to? Well, they, they can, I, I post pretty regularly on Facebook. So if they just search uh, Dave Nelson, they'll see me come up uh, with my book cover as the profile picture or davenelson.tv is my uh, just starting to build a website where I'll eventually do you know, a lot of videos and motivational sort of stuff and just some tips and tricks that I do with from everything from tricking my mindset into success through to health and nutrition through to dealing with people and problems and all that sort of stuff. Who would you recommend I interview next or very soon? I've got a good, a good buddy of mine, um, Chris Cochran, who's doing really well in the fitness world as well. He's also a cover model and, and is, uh, has really done extra big things in the whole um, PT world and has, I think he's got probably 12 locations now where he's got his, his systems and, and, and whatnot all set up. So he's doing big things and uh, he's a good buddy of mine. So oh, brilliant. Um, always connect you guys um and this is our final wake up question if you were to wake up tomorrow and you still knew everything that we just talked about today but you were starting from scratch you didn't have any of your current businesses it was a completely clean slate you had your just your close friends and very close friends and family you didn't really have any of your contacts you're starting from scratch you know you would go on facebook and you'd literally click and you'd have 10 friends what would you do in that first day in that first week and why um, yeah, well, I'd get back on the, on the internet and get back connected with people and meeting people because whatever business or product you want to do, you, you know, people are involved with it. So I, I'd build a profile up on, up on social media and, and then find a product that I want to, that's already existing. It can be easier or if something you can put together quick and, and start selling it, you know, and, and get, get growing it, whether it be through, you know, online ClickBank and selling a PDF if you've got really good knowledge through to, you know, using a product that exists and expanding it through direct sales network marketing or, or whatever it may be. But I think that's how I would start again and do the combination of that. And if I had to work, you know, a couple of hours on the side just to, just to get the, um, you know, pay for food, gas, electricity for the first 
few weeks, then you know I'd do that. That keeps the keeps the fire alive when you uh, have to rock up to work for a little bit. So I actually think sometimes uh, still still working can uh, can play to your favour. And I know if I ever have to go through peak hour traffic anymore or sit in an office just for a half day for some reason, I really appreciate what I do and, and working a little bit harder. That's really really good advice. So I mean, so by the sounds of that, you think you'd be you'd be back sort of in a few weeks. You could be at least generating some revenues. Is that the advice? Oh, definitely. I think I could could definitely do that. Um, wouldn't be making um, what I'm making now, of course. What yeah. I like what I like about the explanation as well. It's almost like people listening would be like, huh? Is is that it? Like they they would almost want more. But I, again, we talked about the you know it's all about the basics and doing the basics well and. You know, simplicity is the key. I think. I think sometimes people overcomplicate things, and they're looking for more. They want to gain more information before they take their perfect action. And it's uh-huh. this time of year. You know, you're ready now. You know, take that perfect or imperfect action is way better. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, Dave, thank you so much for coming on this morning. Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my bag. If you want to improve your confidence, lead your life in 2015, make changes, you want a serious bit of accountability and some structure and just actionable steps and how to build the best body you can, lose the fat, build the muscle, look good naked, just lead your life, take control of your mental state and really achieve whatever it is you truly desire. This is the one way to get yourself in check and you've got to start with from, from within. So if you listen to this podcast, obviously your search for something, so just extend that search. Contact me, Adam Lewis Walker, through Facebook, Adam Lewis Walker. Awaken your alpha on there. Go to adamlewiswalker.com. Get in contact by all and any means ways possible. Fill in the application. If you get that far, we're going to get on the phone and we'll have a talk through and we'll see what your situation is how specifically I can help you in that situation. And if you want to take it forward with me, brilliant. If you don't, no worries. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. And I value your time as much as I value my own time and we will not mess around. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and I will speak to you very soon if you're going to take some action. But you've got to ask yourself, if not now, when? And if you've been listening to this for a long time, take the next step and get on the phone with me. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. To go direct to the form so you can book in your personal strategy session with me get straight to that form and apply it's tinyurl.com forward slash awaken your outfit